connection is king. Without connection, it's hard to influence and persuade. Yet, we don't let people in, or we circumstantially let them in when we feel comfortable. The goal, consistency. I'm always letting you in, no matter who you are or what you've done, no matter how you've spoken to me, no matter what. Connection is the precursor to influence and persuasion. And the reason people can't get people to do what they want them to do, the action they want them to take, yes, is influence and persuasion, but it starts back at connection. And that's what I'm talking about today. I think you're gonna like this episode and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Today, I'm going to be talking about connection in influence. Talking a lot lately about connection, authenticity, the new research that I'm doing. I think these are the talking points, not make an impact statement by doing XYZ technique. I can give you that, but I'm much more interested in talking to you about transformation that sticks. Years and years ago, when I first started coaching voices, and you've probably heard me say this before, but I taught technique. I taught technique. I was trained in technique. I had the opportunity to work with the greatest voice masters of our time. But something that I saw was happening. Now, I already knew I could hear voices the way that I hear them. Psychology of the voice wasn't really born yet, but I was already doing research. But I was noticing something. Technique wasn't sticking. And that really became the catalyst for what you now know of as psychology of the voice. And that's the work. That's where the transformation happens. What is behind the sound that isn't representing you that isn't your authentic sound, that doesn't create a connection, and how do we dismantle it? But when it comes to influence and persuasion, when it comes to sales, when it comes to people doing what you want them to do, connection is critical. And what you may or may not realize is connection happens in your voice. You've heard me talk about you let me in or you don't. You've heard me talk about you repel or you attract. You've heard me talk about creating an invitation so they lean in. All of that happens in the voice. I let you in or I don't. Full stop. Not California rolling stop. Full stop. And so many people that I see, they, they think they're being authentic. And I can hear the cover up. 
I can hear the protection. I can hear the voice mask. I can hear the, I will let you in oh so far, but I got to stop it right here because I don't want you to find out I don't have a college degree. I don't want you to find out I've only been doing this three months. I don't want you to find out I'm a nervous wreck having this conversation with you or whatever it is. And so we have these protection mechanisms that we put in place that create sound barriers that keep them out and keep us safe. But there's no connection there, which means I don't know if I want to follow you. Probably not going to buy from you. If you don't let me in, I feel it. I want to give a story and, you know, I had a a corporate group the other day and we were talking about this and I was touching on this story a little bit. There was a program that I really wanted to buy into. It was expensive, very expensive, but I knew the program, the concept of the program was exactly what I needed. And I have no problem investing tons of money in my training and coaches. I always, I mean, I've spent thousands. I don't want the free version. I want to, my time, I want to collapse time. And so I don't have a problem spending money on coaches and programs at all, which is why sometimes I get a little frustrated with people who buy the lie of the mind that says, you can figure this out on your own. And you don't have to buy, but your subconscious wants you to believe lies. I digress. So I got on a sales call with the guy and I'm already apprehensive around sales calls. There was such a disconnect. I was, I was literally stunned. He was not interested in me or my work or anything. And that was crystal clear. I could not, there was a barrier hundred percent this was being this whole call was being phoned in. Now he wasn't all in my face, which is what a lot of them will do. They become the sham wow guy selling you on the program. He wasn't doing that. In fact, he was very laid back, which I appreciated, which gave me the illusion initially that I could lean in. But that wasn't the truth. Because very quickly I realized He wasn't committed to my success. He was committed to my money. And so he was asking questions that he really didn't care the answer about. They clearly came off of a script. He made comments. Here's one of the comments he made. And and I don't know who's teaching people to do this, but it is destroying connection. And and it's destroying connection because it's not authentically who the person is and how they would really have the conversation. And I'm talking about connection here. Y'all have heard me talk about this from the perspective of what is going on in the subconscious in these calls, but I just want to talk about sheer connection. 
So he would ask me questions. He, he started off, well, let me just back up a second. What's the first thing I want you to feel when you meet with me? I want you to feel like you've known me your whole life. I want you to feel like you can trust me. I want you to feel like I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you. He was on edge. He was on guard, even though he was vocally very laid back. And, and I don't mean this to be a, a takedown of the guy at all, but I've, I, I see this happen constantly. And you very well may be doing this, not realizing that that scripted tactic that you learned or that sales tactic that you're not aligned with is destroying your connection. And without connection, I can't feel the way I want to feel in this experience. So I'm not buying. So, you know, he was real chill at the beginning of the call. And I thought, okay, well, he was in the outcome. He was already eyeing getting my credit card number. And he said a couple of things. One of the questions that he asked was, Let me pull these up in my head because I want to see which one I want to go with. If you were, if this was aligned, are you ready to invest in it today? Okay, that's that's a question. Where are you going to be without this program? That's one of the questions. If we let you in this program, are you going to do the work? Okay, who says that? Now, maybe that's just me. But no connection to this, to me, no connection to me, connection to, I'm trying to get you somewhere. I'm trying to get to a sale. So I'm phoning in these questions. He made a comment to me. He said, well, you're in luck because I think you're qualified to be in our program. And I went, okay. I knew I was qualified to be in the program. I knew that already. And it would have been one thing if he'd said, if he had been able to connect with me on that line, but it was very disconnected. It was very scripted. It was very great. Now give me your credit card number. And I said, okay, great. And he said, well, uh, is there not going to be any yay, any celebration, any woohoo? And I said, you know, of course, by this point, I'm already I can't connect to the guy. I'm already over it. I'm already thinking, okay, maybe this isn't the program. I'm already knowing in my head at any minute, he's going to want my credit card number on this call and demand it. And he did. I said, well, you know, I'm not really a woohoo kind of gal. And that's the truth. If he had asked me questions, learned anything about me, listened to anything I said, he would have been able to detect I'm not a woohoo kind of gal. I'm kind of serious. I mean, even though sometimes I'm funny. And he said, well, what do y'all, okay, then maybe yeehaw. Is that what y'all say down in Texas? And I said, I don't know. I've never said it. So he went on with these disconnected questions about, well, I think this is going to be a good fit. And uh, if, if you're in alignment with that, let's go ahead and get you signed up, ready to start today. It was this real, you know, it was this real indirect, you're enrolled, aren't you lucky, now give me your credit card. 
and I didn't give him my credit card. And he didn't like that. But by this point in the conversation, I had already decided if this is the tee up, if this is establishing the experience, I can't connect to this guy. He clearly just is interested in my money. I'm not doing this program. So he didn't like it that I didn't give him my credit card, and that's fine. And he emailed me that night, and it was a very busy day back to back. And if I'm going to give you a lot of money, I'm going to work on my time schedule. And that was fine. I got home at like 10 o'clock that night. I had, I don't even remember what I was doing. And then the next morning, he sent me this real passive aggressive, I didn't see your payment come through. And then a couple of hours later, the, the, the big boss it would be like if I had salespeople and my salespeople were dealing with you and you didn't buy and they got me involved, which would never happen because that's not how I do it over here at all. She sent me a video about how excited she was to have me in the program. And by this point, I have such a bad taste in my mouth because nobody really was interested in me. They were interested in getting me in the program. That's a benefit for them. There was never any discussion that was connected about my goals, about is this really a good fit? I knew it was a good fit. And so when he said, well, I think you might be a good fit, I already knew that. And the reason I knew is because he didn't ask me any questions to make sure I was a good fit. He was connected to the payment that he wanted to get from me. And the whole thing just kind of made me sick. And I've been in that before. I've actually been in that a number of, that type of, that style of sales call where there's no connection. The connection is clearly to the sale, not to the person, not to the questions they're asking, not to anything. I've been in that several times this year. And I don't, like I said, I don't know who's teaching people this, but if I want you to be in my program, I have to let you know who I am while I'm learning about you. It has to be about connection. It can't be about not letting you in. It can't be about, I'm not interested in you letting me in. I'm just going through the motions here. And when we go through the motions, we don't let people in. We don't connect. And then we wonder why they didn't buy. I know he was stunned that I didn't throw my credit card number down. Because this is all high level going down in my head based on sounds. Well, that was the first missed connection was tell me more about this work that you do. Never ask me that. So how did he know I was a good fit? Doesn't even, read, read, read something on a form. That sounds like how you go to the doctor's office. You've got your form here, says you got had fever, three days, and they're reading it. You know, they've just looked at it the first time. No connection in that dialogue. Some doctors don't walk in the door that way. They introduce themselves. They have a conversation. They don't pick up the form. They talk to you. They make you feel a certain way. That's connection. So this was a perfect example of 
voice technique that was put in for protection. And I think the, the, the voice technique was he was mentally in the sale. He was mentally driving towards a goal of getting my credit card number, not learning about me, not connecting with me, not creating an experience of what it's going to be like to be in this program with them, because that was the front line. And if that's the representation of how connected I'll be with the people in the group that I'm about to give 10 grand to, no thanks. And it doesn't even have to be 10 grand. It could be 197. It could be 47. And if it's phoned in and we read scripted questions and we just try to get their credit card number and we're not interested in who they are or how they feel or how they're going to fit in here or anything, we're not connecting. So what are you connecting to? Is the conversation all about you? Or is the conversation all about them? This conversation that I'm using as an example was not about me. It was about them. And we detect that. You may not have my ear. You may not be able to go, eh, hold on a minute. I think they're pulling a fast one on me. Maybe you can. But you know when it doesn't feel right. You know when it's not about you. And oftentimes, we're so focused on how we're doing or what we're doing or are we going to get what we want that we completely forget to make everything about the person that we're trying to influence and persuade and take an action that we want them to take. We have to invite them in to connect, to collaborate in order to even expect them to take the action we want them to take. And that's what happens in a lot of strong-arm situations. This was a borderline strong-arm situation. He fought me to a degree on the taking the credit card, but I wasn't giving up my credit card. I didn't even have it in the room. But I have been strong-armed and I have been bullied badly in situations just like this. And I know many of you have as well. And so that becomes the new tactic, the I'm going to bully you into this. I'm going to shame you into this. I'm going to make it so impossible. You you finally give me your credit card number just to get off this call. And all we need is to connect. All we need is a feeling that says, yeah, you know what? Y'all get me. And that's why I want to work with you. You get me. You make me feel like I matter. Not you make me feel like my money matters when it's in your wallet. It's all about connection. And, you know, to this young man's credit, I bet he would be horrified to hear this breakdown and know that that's how he's coming across, to know that I couldn't connect with him. And many of you would feel the same. And I know that because I remember teaching a workshop one time and I was working on connection, just like I'm going to work on in the workshop, the August workshop, and definitely the retreat. And in the retreat, I'm going to have the time to break down the masks 
that are blocking the connection, the protections that are blocking the connection. But I was working with this group and I was live on site. And this woman said, you know, my, my greatest strength is that people, you know, say it's, I'm really easy to connect with. And I thought, no, you're not. You're actually not. Your subconscious is tricking you. And yeah, to a degree she was, but there was so much more. I couldn't connect with her. And so what that, what does that tell me? Maybe with the people she's comfortable with, she's letting the wall down. She's letting the bulletproof glass down and they can connect with her. But for whatever reason, and I already know what it was because I could hear it in her voice. She was afraid. Was in a, it was in a group. It was a group of her peers. I remember right. I think she was kind of a big deal, meaning a, I don't want to use the word higher up, but she had a position. And I know there was a protection because she was afraid I was going to call her out on something. And she didn't want to look bad, which I never do. I never do that. But you don't know that when you don't know me. Because that fear is already embedded because it happens, because that's what people do. Now, she may have subconsciously been able to hear in my voice that I wasn't going to throw her under the bus. That is certainly my goal. But what was greater, the fear of it happening because she'd been called out before, the fear of imposter syndrome, the fear of not knowing enough, the fear of thinking I know more, whatever it is. But there was something in that scenario that I was not able to connect with her. The wall was up. And that's what I'm talking about. There may be connection points for you. I want them to always be there. I'm sure this young man in, this, in the selling process probably connects with people. But maybe there's an insecurity around selling. Maybe there was an insecurity around, he already knew, he could already tell I was skeptical. Maybe there's an insecurity, Then, and this happens far too often. I wish it didn't, but people are afraid of what I'm hearing. And here's the truth. If you hire me, I'll lean in and listen. If you don't, I'm not walking around in the world tapped into what people are doing. But that can be a source of intimidation, which is the point. People don't want to, the number one thing, the number one fear is not public speaking. The number one fear is I don't want to look stupid. And I really don't want to look stupid in front of my people. Protection mechanism, keeping you out, can't connect. And so what happened is with that woman was a facade. If it had been anybody else, they might not have seen through it. They might not have felt through it, but they might have. And they might have walked away going, I don't know, something about that woman. I don't know. The point of all of it is we're chasing fullest authenticity, which is what I've done a few shows on. And we're chasing fullest invitation in. No matter what. No matter what, I'm standing on the rock of who I am because I've done the work. I walk my talk, the things that I teach my people, I do them every day but I'm standing on the rock of who I am and the security for me is in that, in the tactics and the strategies that I teach, that I walk, 
so I can let you in. I don't have to protect myself because I'm standing on who I really am, not the fear of who I'm not. And that's part of the work. That takes us full circle back to fear of rejection, fear of judgment, worthiness, worthy to receive, worthy to matter. That's the work. And all of that inner work, all of that where you're working from, all of that voice masks, all of that stuff I do in psychology of the voice is the catalyst for the sounds that block connection. It's not as simple as plugging in a technique. We'll just talk to them, not at them. Oh, okay, okay, I got it, I got it, good, I'm good. No, you're not, because we've got to dismantle what is behind it that has been there forever calling the shots or when you wobble or when you are unsure. And sometimes that might be the James Wedmore moment. That wasn't a moment that I wanted to wobble. That was a moment where I wanted to own, just like every other moment. What is blocking your connection? Where do you see you struggle with connection and where do you not? Because I bet if you look, you'll be able to see places where, yep, walls up and places where, yeah, walls down. We want to do the work for walls down. And sometimes it takes a while. This is why it's not a one and done. It's just not. We're unraveling things from the inside that have been there since you've been two. That's the new data. I used to talk about before you were five. Well, my new research, before you were two, fear of rejection is locked in. That's big. That's big. But here's the great news. Now we've got some whys that we can work with. All right, I'm going to leave it right there. I hope I see you in the August workshop. Again, that's captivatetheroom.com forward slash unlock your potential. And then if I am in one of your cities, I sure hope I see you live and in person. Or maybe you have people that you know in the cities of Denver, Chicago, Dallas, Cedar Rapids, Orlando, send them my way, captivatetheroom.com forward slash retreat. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at captivatetheroom.com and be sure to grab the voice formula a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 